come to save the day. Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems, home improvement problems, that is, and for people who want common sense guidance on how to build green and live a more sustainable lifestyle. Send an email or call into the show. The Mighty House crew is on the job. This is Mighty House. All right, you can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor. And wherever you're watching, click on the like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when we hit the air. Podcasts of all our shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. And uh, we've got a special guest, Rich. Who are we talking to today? Well, we've got Allison Bales, PhD, Energy really? Vanguard. Mm-hmm. Really? How'd, yes, how'd you manage the, to put that together? Well, it's the shameless book tour thing. <laughs> <laughs> the so, shameless pre-book tour. Well, I don't know. It's not really shameless. We're just trying to help him sell his book. Yep. Uh, we've yeah. known Allison for a long time. Uh, Rich and I both have followed him for uh, quite a few years now. I can't tell how long, but um, you've been doing a great job, and you decided to go out and write a book, which seems crazy to me. But explain what the book's about, Allison. Well, the book is called um, A House Needs to Breathe, or Does It? And it's about a lot of the myths that are floating around out there about how houses work. And like the title myth, a house needs to breathe. Well, no, a house does not need to breathe. The people inside the house need to breathe. So um, talking about how, how to make houses comfortable, healthy, efficient, durable, and uh, make the homeowners happy. So are you breaking this down as to like some things that the homeowner can do versus what you might need a contractor to do, stuff like that? Yeah, and and it's well, it's covering the gamut of everything. So new houses and existing homes, not just fixing a house that you're living in now, but if you're starting from scratch or if you're putting an addition on, doing a renovation or just making some improvements along the way, insulating, air sealing. Uh, it'll cover all that, and, and I'll break it down. Some of the stuff is homeowner-friendly, DIY-friendly, but other stuff will you would need a professional for. Right, and, and, you, and you talk about how much more expensive it is to build this way than to build a conventional way, right? Uh, no, no, because <laughs> they're... Well, I'm, I'm not going to get into cost because costs vary so much around the country. Yeah. But it, there's um, there's also savings that come with it if you do things right. So. Well, yeah, and it makes it makes a big difference. And so you're you're writing this book, try and help some people out, and in the process, uh, hopefully we can uh, everybody can live a little bit better then too, right? That's right. Yep. So, okay, where do, where can people go to find out about this book and uh, and sign up and 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 do the whole deal there? All right, so I'm doing a pre-order campaign right now. The The book is in production, and it's coming out, I hope, at the end of this year. But we're doing a pre-order campaign so I can get a really good publisher. And the pre-order campaign is on a website called Publishizer, Publish, I-Z-E-R, Publishizer.com. If you go there, click on Proposals, uh, you'll find me pretty easily. I'm at the top of the list. Um, a House Needs to Breathe. Just look for the book, A House Needs to Breathe. Okay, excellent. Yes, Robbie. So if you are hiring experts to do this, you said the part of the book is for like a DIY kind of thing and the other part is for the experts. If I'm hiring an expert to do this, I'm assuming he knows all this already. 
That's a great question. You would assume that. Like if you hire yes. a, a heating and air conditioning contractor to come in and and put a new system in for you, you would think they would do a load calculation if they're putting in ductwork, that they would do manual D duct design and all the stuff that you're supposed to do. But the vast majority of HVAC contractors don't do that stuff. Nope. Um, some, of them, some of them don't even know about it. I, I've had contractors tell me they don't know what manual J is, which is the load calculation protocol. Right. Well, it, at least here in the Chicagoland area, it takes $50 and, uh, and an, uh, a permanent address, and you can be an HVAC contractor. That's, yep. that's the full requirement. That's the end of the licensing. Yes. So I, I can only imagine it's like that in other parts of the country, too. Well, some places it's easier. Like Aspen, Colorado, for example, you can be an HVAC contractor with no license. No license? No, no license in Aspen, Colorado. Amazing. In Aspen, no less. Yes. Yep. <laughs> well, you can tell we're all in our offices today, sitting around and, and talking That's about right. this. So Rich is in his office uh, somewhere in the middle of Florida someplace, right? I'm on the East Coast. I'm over in Palm Beach County. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. You're over there today. So that's that's why your your background's a little different than some of the others here. But we're all in our offices, so that's cool. So yes. um, what I'll do is I'll put a, a link to the, the book and all that information for Allison's uh, book and Energy Vanguard at the bottom of this in the, uh, in the YouTube uh, files. But if you're listening on podcasts, let's have uh, Allison just recount that one more time. Tell us how to get a hold of the book and sign up for it. Yep. All right. The website is called publishizer.com. P-U-B-L-I-S-H-I-Z-E-R.com. Okay. And anybody that signs up, they, they win a gnome that's sitting on your file cabinet, <laughs> right? Uh, yep. No, that's my special University of Florida gator gnome. <laughs> so everybody wins one of those that signs up, right, Allison? Is that what you said? Well, I only have one. <laughs> um. <laughs> And just briefly, everybody, everybody, this book. Yeah, go ahead, Allison. I was just saying briefly, why do we need to order this book? Well, um, anybody who lives in a home uh, needs to know how you know when they do things to the home. What's the best way to do them to improve them? If they're building a home, what's the best way to to have it built? Uh, even if they're just living in the home and doing nothing else, yeah, how to operate the thermostat because there's there there are mistakes people make with their their thermostat all the time. For example, that that I'm going to discuss in this book. Excellent. See, it's it's a good solid book. It's not just for the contractor; it's for the homeowner, anybody that lives in a home, rents a home. It's it's going to help them out tremendously. So, uh, go sign up for the book and. Uh, Hopefully, we get Allison going. How long? When is the book actually going to come out then? Once we get through the first step. Well, um, I'm planning to have my part, um, the writing, finished sometime in the fall. Okay. And uh, and then the actual publishing, you know, the editing and all the stuff with the publisher takes some time. So I hope by the end of the year, but it may be early next year. Okay. At worst, this time next year, 2021. Yeah. March, April timeframe. So, excellent. I appreciate your time, Allison. You're going to come right. back and join us in, in a couple of weeks and and have go in depth with uh, all this stuff and and talk a little bit more about what what the book's about and and how people can make their homes more comfortable. So, I appreciate your time today, and uh, we'll Great. talk to you in a few weeks. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you.
can save the day. Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. And for people who want common sense guidance on how to build green and live a more sustainable lifestyle. Send an email or call into the show. The Mighty House crew is on the job. This is Mighty House. All right, you can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor. And wherever you're watching, click on the like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when we hit the air. Podcasts of all our shows are available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and at HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how could they do it? (laughs) (laughs) Rich? Hello? Hey, Rich, who's on the show today? Well, wait a minute. Oh, uh, sorry, Rich isn't Rich isn't here. I, I, I went to his camera oh. and it wasn't there. Oh, <laughs> do you sign up for the newsletter? You go to MightyHouse.com, right? Click on uh, sign up. MightyHouse.net. MightyHouse.net. Oh, MightyHouse.com will take you to a realtor out in Oregon. So oh. you don't want to do that. Well, do they have but. a newsletter? I'm sure ours is better. <laughs> ours is better, yes. <laughs> so, yes, go to MightyHouse.net. And uh, you click on the Contact Us page, scroll down to the bottom, fill out the information, click on Boom, Done, and you'll be signed up for the newsletter. And who's on the show today, uh, since, Rich, uh, since uh, Rich isn't here? Well, of course. There, what, what's what's ep- our topic? Of course, it's a new episode of Robbie's World. Yay! There we go. Robbie. All so right. Can we do this? Robbie's World. I don't see. I don't Robbie's have the world. hair. I can't, I can't do world. it. Woo, 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 Robbie's world. Quarantine, <laughs> excellent. I can't make those sounds. I'm a girl. I can't make a gun sound. Rat-a-tat-tat. Um, okay. So a lot of people What's are... What's on Robbie's world today, Robbie? I'm getting to it. It's things to do while you're quarantined. Around the house? Around the house, along with the clutter clarity topics that I usually have. So so you're going to meld those into Robbie's world now? Yes. Robbie's world is fun. Robbie's world is more fun than Mighty House. (laughs) Just saying. Um, And I am not bored. I I obviously don't want this virus around, but I am not bored. And a lot of people are talking about, you know, People who um, have perfect homes and perfect lives and perfect families, and um, I am—is that you? None of those. Oh. So I have a million things to catch up on, and so I'm going to talk about some of the things that I've been doing during this quarantine that you might be able to do as well to help you through the times. Um, this is clutter things that you could do. Update your address book. Now, a lot of people are switching to everything on their phone. I have not quite gotten there yet, but I have one of those address books that's just filled with names and addresses that have crossed off, changed, people move, and so on. So you can go through You mean in your computer? Book. I'm sorry? In the computer, you mean? To you go can. Through? Why I'm do you not cross them off with a pencil on your screen? Your screen will get all messed up. No, in an actual physical address book. Oh, like paper? Yeah, like, like it has like it has a, a cover and stuff. Well, like I said, I am not that technically advanced yet, <laughs> but 
I do because, for example, I write down if I have a client and, you know, their number, their spouse's number. And you could do all this on a computer, but for me, it's just easier to write it all down. So that's one thing that can be done. Um, Another thing that I'm actually doing is comparing home and car insurance. Now, that's my doggie. (laughs) Um, Because recently I had to look and help somebody else with some home insurance, and I realized that... Um, I called a couple different places, and the place that I'm using currently for my insurance is a lot more expensive than another place. Really? So something, yes. So price shopping. Price shopping on things like insurance for your home and your car, something I've been doing. Um, things are taking a little bit longer in getting responses back from people, but that's okay. I am in no hurry. Just letting you know it's something, if you've been meaning to get to this, this is something you can do. Old files and statements, you know, they say save everything for seven years, bank statements and so on. So you can start going through all these things and get rid of what you don't I've got those boxes in my garage. They're they're stacked about six or seven feet high. Exactly. And each one's marked what year it is. It goes all the way up. Mm -hmm. Well, it might be time to get rid of a year, a past year. So (laughs) there's lots of files that we can get, go through right now during the quarantine. Um, Another thing is... How many credit card offers are you getting in the mail every day? Uh, I don't know. I don't get the mail. Well, you can sort through right now and find out, are you really getting the best offer on your credit card right now? Are you getting the best interest? Are you getting the best freebies? Um, A lot of people did the mileage plus kind. And there's some for every grocery store that you shop at. You can change your percentages quarterly, you know, get 5%. And this card, if you shop at grocery stores, get 1% and everything else. Sit down with a couple different credit cards. And it's a pain in the butt. But (laughs) you can shop around and find the best credit card for you. Um, You can do a room-by-room purge. A Roomba? Room-by-room Oh, the room. I thought you were talking vacuuming. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can do a room-by-room room Roomba vacuuming okay. as well, but a room-by-room room purge. And you can get really, really in-depth because now you're going to have the time. I don't even know <laughs> what Fuzzy Robbie is doing right now. But you can get really in-depth. Things that you've been saving uh-huh. because somebody gave it to you. Here's my example. Um when I got married 30 years ago, Frugal Gourmet, the Frugal Gourmet, was very popular. Uh-huh. And my uncle stood in line to get his latest book autograph for me and my husband for our wedding. Uh-huh. So I pulled it out. I'm like, I don't use cookbooks because as well, Ron Don said, does, though. Don uses them all the time, I'm sure. No. He's just that he's that good of a cook. He doesn't even need cookbooks. Everything we need, you know, you just put in the little Google machine and you can find out. Prepare for barking, by the way. Hold on. Hey, okay. I'm doing a podcast. Knock it off. And um, so what I did is I called the relatives who gave me this book and I said, uh-huh. my wedding, you stood in line for hours to get this autographed. It's no longer useful in my life. Do you mind if I get rid of it? And, and I felt they, so and they much said? better. They said, they say? go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I, I felt so much my life getting it. That's okay. Go ahead. It's no big deal. Throw it away. People save things because they're going to feel bad that the person who gave it to them uh-huh. is going to go to their house and not see it. 
And in this case, if you truly feel that way, it's been a couple years, 30 years, ask the person if they mind. That's what I did. I got rid of it. I also got rid of a ton of old, you know, Christmas cookie recipe and everything to do with noodles recipe, you know, everything to do with pasta, basically, things like that. Because uh-huh. when's the last time you looked at it? So now is the time you could do some real deep purging in your rooms. Um, what if you're overwhelmed by it? You know, you walk in and there's so much junk, so much stuff. Like, where do you start? Why you would start you start one corner? As silly oh. as that sounds. No, you, you start with a glass of wine or a beer and you go and sit, sit in front of the TV. <laughs> you could do that, but that's not <laughs> purging. Well, the question I have for you, Robbie, have you ever gone into somebody's house and said, uh, hey, where's that cheese grater I got you in, in 87? Like, that's the other thing. No one ever, no one ever asks exactly. what those things are. So they may not you know even know up? that they gave it to you. It's absolutely true, but we never think about that. We just think we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings by not putting out something that they gave to us. I wore so, the cheese grater out planing down a piece of two by four. <laughs> it's okay to get rid of something. Actually, um, Fuzzy Robbie, this week I had a client call and ask for something. Um, they're kind of like cheesecloth bags. If you're going to make soup stock and you're going to put bones and things in there, uh-huh. it's special little bags for making soup. They actually called me and asked if I could tell them where I put them. <laughs> oh, and where you, you know? put them in their house. Where, in did, their you, where house. did you store yeah. them? Where what did they say when you said you threw them out? Oh, they had, they, there were many. There were, they were not to be thrown out. Did you say the store anyway, has cheesecloth? So- because that's what I've that's what I've got to say sometimes when the uh, when the boss lady keeps something. It's like, well, we we've got a whole bunch of these, or we've got. The, it's like, yeah, well, the store has them too. How yes. About, how about the store hangs on to them until we need them, and then we'll go and get them. As long as it's not toilet you, paper. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so what you do is you just walk into that room and you just pick a corner and you start and you just rotate. So another thing that I'm doing right now is I have bags lined up for when the quarantine is over. I have the bag of things that are going to the dry cleaners, the bag of things that are going to the post office, the bag of returns. And I know a lot of stores are being generous with their return policy right now, extending it past the normal 30 or 60 days. So I have a room and just on the side of it is everything lined up. Um, things that I no longer want that I want somebody else to enjoy a family member. I actually have a couple things boxed up for when I get to the post office again, after the quarantine's over and just send them out. Hey, so, um, as you're cleaning, you can think of those things really what I don't need anymore. Who else would enjoy this? Habitat for humanity. Pardon? The restore. Yes, the Restore Habitat for Humanity. Um, make a recipe file. And again, this is something on that computer? Most, pe- most people probably have on their computers. I still have stacks of recipes that I've torn out from different places. You can just tape it all into a recipe book. You can put it on your computer. You can take photos of the recipes. Um, in one of my other talks, at another time, I'm going to talk about this is clutter to do while you're quarantined. There's mm-hmm. going to be another talk on what you can do for other people while you're quarantined. And one thing you can do for other people is give them copies of family favorite recipes. So you can make a little book for them or just send them a little ebook 
as it were. Got it. So then it's just a file on their computer or their tablet that they can then flip to. When exactly. They, want it. And um, they don't have a book taking up shelf space. Right. A little aside. That's, when I was that's in, signed by the chef that their husband loves. When I was in Florida um, before all this quarantine, I was asking my cousins, you know, one week every Friday made something different. And I asked a cousin what he wants. And he said he wants the recipe for beef stroganoff that his mom used to make. Well, she had the recipe, which was really nice. And then we copied it. I made it and we shared the recipe with everybody, which was nice. Cool. Um, when you're going room to room purging, how many comforters do you need? It's the question that I usually ask, how much Tupperware do you need? And when you get into the deep purging, everybody has those big storage bins, those store light bins mm -hmm. and things like that. When you, again, have the lids without boxes, boxes without lids, I'm finally, that's it. They're leaving my house. They're going. <laughs> but it's the same with comforters. Do you have um, like a cedar chest that you have comforters in? Do you have comforters in every closet in every house? Do you have them in the basement? Do you have them in the attic? Put all the comforters together, one for each bed, maybe if you have guests coming over, and really look at things that you have excessive amounts of and how many do you really need where can you donate them doggy shelters oh yeah they like those they do um one thing i've talked about in the past recent past is i posted online about use it up wear it out make do or do without mm -hmm. that was something that was taught i believe during the depression and I think about that all the time, use it up, wear it out, make do, do without. So lately in my cooking, Ron Cowgill. Um, <laughs> that Don I, does for you? I went online and I found a recipe to make your own vegetable broth because I didn't have any chicken or beef or vegetable broth at home. So what I do now is when I'm cutting carrots or celery or anything, I take the extra little pieces, the tips, the you know, ends or whatever, and I put them in a freezer bag and I freeze it. And then when I want to go make soup, that's the base for my vegetable broth. Got Excuse it. Excuse me. <coughs> oh, are you sick? No? You're so not you sick? You're okay? Take, take all the scraps that you have, put them in the freezer, and then you can use it later for making a broth. Got it. The other thing you can do with all the scraps are start your compost pile. Yes, that's what I do. It goes right outside the window, right outside the patio door. Just dump it right in the flower bin. Flower, I've been doing it now for two years. The flowers love it. So if you're in the use it up, wear it out, make do or do without, uh -huh. let's try not to waste anything right now. And start using up when you're going again through this deep purge everywhere. Collect all your little travel bottles of soap, shampoo, and so on. Consolidate them into one. Hard. I'm sorry? Consolidate them all into one bottle? And No, not necessarily, but use them. Oh. But see, those, it, those, those, little, those little things you get at the, uh, at the motel and the hotel, you know, the little bottles, of sh that lasts me a year, year and a half, a shampoo. So it'd it take me years to go through those little bottles. Well, there are things you can do if you want to donate them after this quarantine is over. But now is the time. Hand soap, body soaps, they're at a premium. They're very hard to find right now. So use what you can. Got it. Um, 
Dish so start soap. making your own soap. Dishwashing no, detergent. No, start using what you have. You don't need to go out and buy hand soap. You probably have a bunch. Excuse me. Oh, here we go. Now look at the bottom of this glass. Turn her over a little bit more. Look at look at the bottom. Oh, that is. What are you drinking? That is just beyond nasty. Cacao. Gesundheit. Cocoa nibs. Cacao nibs. <laughs> So the other thing, a lot of people are running out of hand soap. <laughs> but you might have that hand soap dispenser that when you dispense it, it's the foam soap. Uh-huh. And you think, well, how do I refill it with foam soap? Put water in it. All you do is refill it with what I'm using right now is I have a bottle of bath. What do they call it? Bath Yellow? gel. Okay. So instead of using in the shower, I put about this much. Let me see where I have to go. Well, to get well, my hi, right there you go. Yep. Okay. About this much. So about an inch in the bottom of the foam soap dispenser. Once I've used it all up, put an inch, fill the rest with water, give it a little shake. Uh-huh. And you'll have a whole fresh thing. You can only use it with the refillable um, pumps. foam dispensers. You can't use oh. it with the regular dispenser. Really? Those things get are very amazing. diluted. So, oh. but if you already have a foam hand soap dispenser, you could just yeah. fill it up. We Got use it. that for our dishes, okay. for our dish soap. And I have used the same, what, five pound bottle of dish soap for like two years now. Because all we do is we just put that little bit in there, fill the rest full of water, uh, boom, done. See? You're putting it in the foaming dispenser, right? Yes. Yeah, the foaming dispenser. It's, it's amazing. Thank you. I've spent four dollars on dish soap in the, in the last two years. It's re, it's ridiculous. <laughs> no one's the, going to Fuzzy Robbie's house to eat, by the way, because the plates are going to be nasty looking. Well, we lick them clean first. Oh, so you well, got to start fine. first, yeah, and no, then the dog has really their well. turn. <laughs> After because the dog's done, then you get it, put it back in the cabinet. I believe it's Dawn detergent. Not 100% sure that sells foaming dispensers for dishes, but it's the same thing. If you have a big one, you could use it for washing your hands and washing the dishes. And you're right. The foam makes it last so much longer. Okay, so you're taking your veggie scraps and you're spending time in the garden because now's a good time to start weeding the garden and picking off all the leaves and all the other debris. Okay. Um how far can you stretch those items? Like we said, use it up, wear it out, make do or do without. Am mm -hmm. I the only person who has my quarantine outfit and every day I take it off, put it in the laundry, I put on my second quarantine outfit and I just keep reversing and what, switching between two, two outfits? The same two sweatshirts mm -hmm. and sweatpants? Same two. Mm -hmm. oh, so you just, one set goes in the wash and then you got another set, you pull it out. Exactly. Because with all the things that I'm doing, all the gardening and all the deep cleaning and all that kind of stuff, things are getting stained. They're getting worn out. Um, you know, washing your hands a million times a day, splashing stuff all over me. So when the quarantine's over, I won't have gone through, you know, hopefully not more than two or three weeks worth of clothing. So Got save it. your clothing. Just use the same things over and over. People might say it's wasteful to wash the clothes every day, but a lot of people are talking about the quarantine. You need to keep washing your clothes every day. Um, and then the other thing is a lot of people don't have money coming in. They don't have jobs right now, 
But what I try to do is think about what I'm saving. Again, I don't like the coronavirus at all. I don't like that we have to be quarantined. But. But I'm not getting my hair done. Where's that gray? <laughs> it's there. Oh, I'm not getting my hair done. I'm not getting it colored. I'm not getting it cut. I'm not getting my toenails, my fingernails. I'm not uh-huh. getting touches. I'm not, you know, going to the gym. My gym membership is on hold. Think of all the things that you're not doing right now. So maybe money isn't coming in. But in my case, I'm also looking at it as money's not going out as much. Um, when I was working all the time for client, I would stop at Culver's or Portillo's or something like that on the way home. So I'm eating better. I'm doing a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables. Um, I'm not just, you know, spending the money that I would $15 a day or more for a lunch when I'm at a client's house. Yep. So there's a lot we could do to keep ourselves sane. There's a lot we can do to help others. And I'll talk about those things next time. Okay. But in the meantime, if you're not hiring a cleaning person or a home organizer like me to come into your house, you can save money, do it yourself. You'll feel a little better. There's a lot of things that we can help you do right now. And again, where do you start? When you walk into a room and it's full of crap, where do you start? I know it's it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming sometimes to people. You start in a corner. You just start in a corner and start pulling it out, and you're looking at everything. Right now, the use it up, wear it out, make do or do without. Do I need it? Do I love it? Does it go somewhere else? And that's a big thing right now. Does it? Is it a return? So many people have things. This needs to be returned. This mm-hmm. I was going to you know, give to the library. This I was going to give to my neighbor, my friend. Take bins, bags, something. Just label them all and put in there where all these things are going out of your house. I also have a big box that I'm going to put in the back of my car and I'm putting all things that are being donated away. So where do you start? You just start in a corner. You just walk in and just work around the room. Start by making piles of things, even if you make piles of things that don't belong in that room. Because what you want to get down to is everything has a place. So when you're looking for things or someone else's, you'll always know it's always going to be in that place. Here's a good example. Every room you go into, collect all the pens, all the writing utensils, I should say. Collect all the magic markers, the Sharpies, the colored pens, the pencils, the crayons. Collect all of it. Put it all together. I did this. And I know, you, you know... Well, that's a waste of time. I don't think so. You collect it all. You have, you know, big bins of all the stuff <laughs> that you don't need. Well, check and see if they even work first before you put right. them in Right, check the and see if they work. Then go through. I love the uh, Sharpie markers, so I'm not getting rid of any of those. But I am getting rid of a lot of other things. And maybe it's nice to have a pen in every drawer in your house, but then that leads to a pen in every drawer, a pen, you know, by every phone, a pen in every purse. Go through your purse and get all the pens out. You know, a pen everywhere. If you have one central place where all the pens, pencils, and all those utensils are, it's going to make finding things so much easier. And then you could visualize and see, wow, I don't need all of this. Because people will come away with baggies filled with writing utensils. How, how many junk drawers do you need? 
I am coming <laughs> up across, you know, some little sentimental things that I just, you know, what do you do with it? Mm-hmm. So I am keeping one drawer right now of things that one, one, one junk, one junk drawer. And I'm not room. even calling it a junk drawer. No. One box of outdated cell phones and all the cords. But, you know, that's, again, that's my boxes of things that are going to be sorted out, taken care of after the virus is over. But I have, everything should have a place. And then you have just those little things you're like, what am I going to do with this? So, and then, like I said, next time we're going to talk about how to help yourself, maybe mentally and physically during this quarantine, and how to help other people. Wait, you said, you said drunk junk drawer not drunk room not not junk <laughs> not garage is what i, th- I thought is you said correct. right a, a garage is that, that where you keep correct. everything <laughs> the other thing with that is uh as i just keep a pen on me that's part of my edc i just keep oh, a pen on me see. then i always have a pen by the phone that i'm next to or the pad of paper i'm next to mm-hmm. or or anything like that just keep a, a or a Sharpie. Since I'm an engineer, I keep a Sharpie in my pocket. Oh, yeah. The boss lady doesn't so, like it when I leave it in the laundry, though. No, I'm sure she doesn't. So how about this, Robbie? Someone invites you out after this is over to go through their garage. Anybody I know? I don't know. Somebody wants to, you know, it's dry, you know if you're watching, go down there, leave us a note. And uh, if you want us to go th- have Robbie go through your garage and get it cleaned out. Uh, we'll come over and do that. Well, on the or one hand, come over and do it. yes, um, I need to get back to work. Okay. On the other sure. hand, use this time. You know, I know a lot of people are working from home and schooling their children at home. Mm-hmm. But for those who are sitting around saying, you know, I'm a little stir crazy. What do I do? I think that these were some good ideas on things that they could do that might make them feel better. But what if you're like the person that, uh, that's already got all that done. I mean, like that picture that was just up there. Where, where'd you find that picture, Fuzzy? Somebody sent Did it you have to that... me. Huh? Somebody sent it over to me. Let's see if I can pull it again. Okay. Well, it, it, if you're the person that has... I have a niece right now. I have many nieces. And she is just... Her house is beautiful. It's just perfect. She cleans it every week, dusts it. It's perfect. So... What we need to do for her is things to do for other people. So one uh, of our next segments will be things, how to help other people and how to help yourself maybe stay physically and emotionally fit during this time. Got it. It's a three-part series. Oh, this is a three-parter. Okay. Yes. See there. What if you're that person, Robbie? Then you need to start helping other people. <laughs> And there are creative ways to do it. <laughs> okay. To stay safe and do that. All right, cool. So does that All wrap right. this segment up? Please do. Are you done? Yes. All right. I, I didn't I, I didn't have a list of what you were talking about or when. So you know That's that, okay, we're done. We're done. Okay, good. So hey, next week we're going to be talking with Elliot Richardson from the SBAC. And uh, he's gonna go over all the stuff. If you have a small business or you know somebody with a small business and you got to figure it out how, how to stay in business, how, how to get these loans that's coming out from the SBA and different places like that. So Elliot's going to go over all that stuff with us and, and get us pointed in the right direction. 
And uh, when's the next Robbie's World? That's I think really we could do that know. next week as well. Next week? You want to do it next week too? Yeah. All right. All right. So we're going to do a three-parter the next three weeks. Over yes. the next three weeks, we're going to have Robbie's World. Got and it. hopefully by then we'll have How to Get Out and Enjoy Yourself Now. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. Well, uh, for Fuzzy Robbie, Rich Calgill. Who, where's Rich? Can you can you put Rich up there? Robbie Earhart and the entire... Oh, hey, Rich. And the entire Mighty House team. I'm Ron Calgill. Keep it square and level. Until, Until next, time. next time. There you go. Thanks, Fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs>